most real estate agents that you see are kind of winging it. They have no certainty in their business and they're operating from a reactive state, meaning anytime they go out there every single day and they wake up, they're just hoping that business comes to them. Mike check. I'm good. Mike check. Mike check. You can read about success all day long, but if you don't put in the work, the mindset, execution, and the hustle behind your vision, it just remains a dream. When everything goes wrong, you have to take all the responsibility. We uncover what high-level entrepreneurs, business owners do to rise up from hustling daily. So do what you feel passionate about. Take chances. The world becomes your library to help you to become better at your craft. Join me as I share with you actionable tips to help you grow your business, learn skills, and help you level up in your self-development journey. Your number one spot for business and personal growth is the Online Hustlers Podcast with your host, Esteban Andrade. Every day I'm hustling. What's going on, everyone that's listening to the Online Hustlers Podcast? On We cover REI marketing and conversion episodes. Though. So this series is focused on real estate marketing and conversion. And I have one special guest today uh, because a lot of you guys are also real estate agents. You guys might have a broker and license or uh, have gone through the real estate agent side. Uh, or maybe saw the value of having a real estate license as you do your wholesale business or you do your real estate investing business and have seen different models on real estate, especially brokerages are, that are out there that give you the ability to create this passive income by creating a machine, a recruiting machine, a machine that converts agents into uh, your team top performance that really are going to give you the ability to uh, get in income for yourself, help and support a huge community of real estate agents, and just really make this a really good income. And today I have uh, one of the guys that I met in one time. I was in a mastermind by Ravi Abubala called Scaling with Systems Live, and this was in Miami. I was uh, obviously very impressed with the guy. Um, you can see it in his energy once he comes in here in the room. And uh, we're going to notice that. Uh, all right. So this guy is one, you know, this high, highly driven entrepreneur, real estate agent um, that have been working in the game for some time. Okay. And uh, and one of his jobs is was to educate me uh, on what he's doing in order to get massive amount of revenue per month by really, really taking advantage of the model that he is in. Um, and today I want to invite you guys to listen to this and learn everything because we're going to spit, spit some fire. A lot of people are missing out on what really is possible in real estate. Uh, generate commissions, generate reduced recurring affiliate and, and supporting your community. So we will have Juan right now, Juan Goldbar. Uh, that's how you appear on Instagram. Um, so how how you doing, man? What's your full name? My name is uh, Juan Carlos Baranecci, but yes, I changed it to Juan Goldbar because Goldbar is my company and I want my brand to be associated with my name. So that's why it's called that. Awesome. So we got the Goldbar team. Where, where are you based off, man? So I was born and raised in New York City. Um, I moved down to Orlando, Florida about six months ago, and I transitioned my entire company down there just because uh, I couldn't handle another winter in New York. And uh, yeah, it's a little bit more relaxed down there. <laughs> oh, 100%. That transition has given uh, has made the, the prices go up, man. In Miami, they're going crazy. Absolutely. <laughs> New Yorkers. 
We, we were selling real estate in New York for the last six years, and we found out one out of four people are moving down to Florida. So why not get down there and capitalize on the markets on both ends? I love it, man. I think that there is a lot of opportunities everywhere you go, but sometimes you have to be in a specific vehicles or locations to maximize those opportunities. And uh, really today, man, uh, what I want to what I want you to share is kind of share a little bit uh, of the things that you've been able to accomplish with your real estate team and all the recruiting, everything, and kind of like walk us through it because it's so great. I want to, I want to learn from you more and how you're doing this so successfully. Uh, you know, generating seven figures and over in in this uh, space of real estate agents, where usually you see as a you think of a real estate agent, okay. Real estate agent might be my cousin, my brother, or someone that is actually working hard. Uh, and it might be someone that not necessarily take it as a business, but just took a license here and there and like not really putting in the any systems in place in order to actually grow this company that they have. And uh, a lot of investors actually are like, ah, I'm working with this real estate agents. Like it's such a pain in the butt, you know? Um and and so on. Obviously, like what I want to make sure is that investors will be able to work with real estate agents, but also those investors that are licensed and have this capability of doing it, or agents li listening to this, can take advantage of the methodology or just just the structure of how you're making lots of money and helping a lot of people at the same time, right? Because we're here hustlers, but we want to create systems and things that work that actually make you money, cash flow, and it's somehow sustainable, reliable. No, not somehow. Like I must be. So I love to understand like what is it that you do, what you've been able to accomplish, man, as a real estate agent recruiting these thousands and thousands of agents now. So pretty much, um, just to give you an understanding, I am a real estate agent with systems. Most real estate agents that you see are kind of winging it. They have no certainty in their business and they're operating from a reactive state, meaning anytime they go out there every single day and they wake up, they're just hoping that business comes to them. I did the opposite thing. I built out an infrastructure, I hired staff, and I put systems in place with technology to automate the entire business so that I could do in five hours what it takes someone 100 hours. And that's why I've been able to scale so fast and so rapidly. This year, my team's already sold more than $150 million worth of real estate. Um, I believe we'll end off the year with around three to 400 million sold. And I'm selling that much real estate working less than five hours a week. The only reason I do work five hours a week in that business is because I have five team meetings with my managers, my staff, my team, my partners, and my associates, and they take up one hour each. If I got rid of all the meetings, well, I technically be retired from sales. And I have two streams of income. One comes from the team itself. The other comes from the brokerage platform that I built where I collect a small percentage off thousands of agents. So if there's anything that anyone wants to take off this call, it's that when you get into the real estate business, you think you're going, have you ever read the book, uh, Cashflow Quadrant, Robert Kiyosaki? Yes, I have read it. Yep. Let me just go ahead and uh, share my screen and yep. I'll show everyone how we could go ahead and check this out. There is a share button right in there. And if you're listening, to, uh, he's going to walk us through the entire uh, thing and you're going to have this available on YouTube to see it as well. Okay. All right. There is a share button. Go ahead and share this. And then you tell me if you could see my screen. Can All you right. see me? 
Yeah, cash flow quadrant. So what what I'm sharing with the audience right now is the cash flow quadrant. It's from a book that I read from Barbara Kiyosaki years ago, where people are working a corporate lifestyle. They're going out there, they're uh, going to school, they're getting a really good education, and as soon as they graduate, they apply to get a job. Then they work this job. They work a typical nine to five. They apply for a raise every single year, and usually they invest into their 401k. They pay their bills, and hopefully they retire around the age of 50, 60, or even 70. This is what a typical employee does. They're trading their time for money. Then most real estate agents, which I consider the 10% of the population, go out there, they read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, someone tells them about all the money you can make in real estate. They have this epiphany watching a YouTube video and say, you know what? I don't want to be an employee anymore. I want to go out there and become a business owner. So they go out there and they get into real estate, they get their license, and they automatically assume that they jump from quadrant E to quadrant B, which is a business owner. The issue is that 99% of agents are not in a business. The business owns them. Instead, they jump from quadrant E, which is employee, to quadrant S, which is self-employed. And then when they're self-employed, yes, they control their destiny when it comes to what hours they work. And yes, they control their destiny when it comes to going out there and generating clients. But in reality, they own a job. And the reason I say they own a job is because although their income potential right now is untapped and they could earn as much as they want to earn, they still have to go out of their way to show up every single day to make an income. So we have real estate agents that are going out there and they're selling 30, 40, 50, 60, 100 homes a year. They're making three, four, 500, a million dollars a year. But at what cost? They're still trading their time for money. So what I decided to do, usually around, I think it was 12 or 18 months in, is I had this big epiphany. I got into real estate, become an investor. I wanted to own investments that would provide me with cash flow, that would allow me to build wealth for me, my family, and the people around me. And I realized that going out there and getting a job wasn't the best way to do that. So when I got into real estate, I thought the same thing most people thought, which was, hey, I now run my own business. But I realized I didn't have a business. Why? Because I was the business. I was doing the open houses. I was doing the showings. I was making the offers. I was doing the marketing. I was generating the client. Like, we, you know this. You're, you're in digital marketing yourself. I was doing everything. And it wasn't until I hired a coach and he said, Juan, if you want to run a business and you want to become the top 1% of agents, you're going to need to go out there and get leverage. Leverage comes in two forms, systems and people. So I started building out the systems. I got a project management tool called Asana, and I started building out an entire dashboard to automate as many things as possible. I then brought on this little application called Zapier, which allows me to automate certain features so that when someone comes in from my website, I could take that contact and automatically upload it into my CRM. And then I started adding different integration features with Google My Business, Google Suite, and Google Voice to really give me capabilities to create a little machine that even if I wasn't there, I could put someone there to run it for me and it could still deliver the same quality of service. Once I learned how to build out systems with technology, I hired staff. I hired a sales trainer, someone to go out there and manage and train and teach my agents. I hired someone in marketing to actually run all of my backend when it came to social media. I hired an admin, someone that could go out there and run operations, MLS, paperwork. And I hired a content designer, someone that could design my posts, edit my videos, and do my reels. And last but not least, I hired an onboarding manager, someone that could basically take the entire thing off my plate and make sure that the agents on my team were happy. What I had now was a system that would run without me being there. And the only thing I had to do was become the CEO and not chief executive officer, but chief expansion officer. And once I was the expansion officer, I just had to go out there and recruit the agents to come into this system. And over the last four years, I've recruited close to 1,400 agents to my company. I like that. Why, why do you think that the recruiting model for a real estate agent has, uh, you know, a lot of people are not really taking advantage of it and don't really know like 
uh, and they just have a lot of challenges with it. Like, what are those things that really have kept the real estate agents from really monetizing this model? It's the 1% mindset. People that understand that the goal is not to make as much money off yourself or off a couple of people, rather it's to make the least amount of money off hundreds or thousands, understand that you have to go out there and make money in volume. So when I saw the math of how the entire business is designed, I really like I, I studied the entire brokerage industry and I said, who's making the most money in this entire game? And I wrote down a couple of names and they were all the CEOs of the franchises. They weren't the broker owners running small little offices. They were the CEOs of Keller Williams, of Coldwell Banker, of Remax. And the way that they were producing their income and creating the revenue stream was through charging a small little franchise fee of three to six percent. Why three to six percent? Because they realize when you charge an agent that much, they never come back and renegotiate. For what you're giving them for the three to six percent, they're like, you know what? I'll keep that on for life. But when a brokerage charges someone a 30 or 40 percent split, the first thing an agent does as soon as they get experience and as soon as they understand how to go out there and do it themselves is they renegotiate. And even if you're charging them 10 percent, 10 percent is still too high. And it's why the franchise fees stay usually around under six or seven percent. So I said to myself, well, why don't I go out there and start a franchise? And then I realized the founder of Keller Williams, the founder of Remax, all invested tens of millions of dollars building systems and blueprints and legal to go out there and design these franchise systems. So I said, okay, what if I buy a franchise? And then I realized, well, that's just going back to being self-employed because now I have to manage the agents, invest a ton of capital and pay a franchise fee to someone else. So it was kind of at that point where I was like, wow, maybe I don't really have a solution for this. And I should just go back to real estate investing. Then EXP comes around. This is 2018. I'm the first agent in New York or one of the first who hears about the model. And the way I saw the model wasn't as me changing brokerages, more so as I saw it as a platform to grow my own franchise. And I went in there, I did the numbers and I said, hold up, you're going to tell me for $85 a month, you're going to do my payment processing, my accounting, my bookkeeping, continuing ed, legal, hire corporate staff, and get me licensing in all 50 states? Where do I sign up? And I signed up June of 2018. And anytime I would recruit an agent, I realized they took off all of the overhead, liability, and responsibilities off my plate. And the only thing I had to focus on was building my brand and attracting them in. So to answer your question, Esteban, I honestly think the reason I've been able to recruit so well is because I had a machine behind me that I knew that if once I brought them on board, everything was going to be taken care of for me. Versus if I didn't have that machine built in place, I would have to do everything myself. And mentally, I wouldn't be in the right state to go out there and recruit. Yeah, but I think also, man, like what you cover is very important and very interesting because what you've done so far is really, you can take this skills and systems that you have created and literally plug and play it in any single industry or vertical that exists out there. And basically you have actually created yourself a recession-proven uh, model. Right. Because like now, like what like real estate agents usually struggle a lot on really understanding their role uh, when they come into a brokers or when they come in to be doing real estate agents. And it's not all butterflies and rainbows. Uh, if you really want to make a lot of money, not only you have to invest the money, but you have to create that right systems and people. And uh, and it's just very basic things on business. And uh, I feel like, for example, like. With the model that you have, is I think it's, it goes along with uh, what a real estate agent must and should do, which is putting yourself out there, a brand, uh, putting putting yourself yourself uh, and surrounding 
or sitting in the right seats in order to actually get these people interested in, in working with you, uh, but also selling. Um, just being able to sell the idea of coming into um, a franchise like yours. And those are uh, one of the two main things that I've, I believe that real estate agents do not get uh, very well. Uh, and there's uh, like millions of real estate agents, both in U.S. and Canada. This is also heard in Canada um, that there there should be a, like a wake up call, man. Like, uh, what do you, why do you think that the... Um, the people that go to the Goldbart real estate team um, are going to be more successful or are be set set up with the right tool system processes compared to like someone else that, you know, just decided to start recruiting people. Like what is it that you've made sure that your team has as soon as an agent hat comes in and starts working with you? So at Goldbart, what we're doing is we're selling certainty. We're literally selling them certainty on what to do every single day, how to do it, and how often to do it. So that instead of them coming on board and being a chicken with its head running around with its head cut off, right? They know exactly what they have to do on a day-to-day basis to get to that one, two, or three, or four-year long-term goal. So as soon as they come onto the team, first thing we tell them is, okay, how much money do you want to make in the next 12 months? Write that down. And then I tell them, divide that number by 10,000. If you do this exercise, I've already done the math and the calculations on the back end. It'll tell you how many conversations you need to have every single day, Monday to Friday, to get to that 12-month goal when it comes to referrals and closing deals. Once they know that they only have to have 10 conversations a day, Monday through Friday, to get to 100K a year, I've simplified such a complicated goal with so much uncertainty down to a daily action. Once they have that daily action, it's about removing all of the resistance that comes from taking that action off their plate. So I got rid of their marketing, I got rid of their admin, I got rid of their content creation, I got rid of their logos, their business cards, their backend support. They don't have to worry about any of that. I have paid managers and staff in place to support them to take it off their plate. And really they're left with one job. And that one job is showing up and having 10 conversations a day with local people in their market. If they can't do that, then we just kick them off the team because they're missing initiative. And it doesn't matter how much certainty you give to someone, if they're missing initiative, there's nothing you can do to make them successful. So Goldberg is a roadmap and makes it easier for them to get to that goal, but it never becomes easy to do the actual work. Wow. So you're basically, um, all right. So it's like you are licensing the things that you have been doing. And you, I think you're much better than a brokerage. Usually brokerages, they just be like, hey, this is my name. This is my brand. And just like do it on your own. They figure out your own self, like figure out your own marketing, figure out your own thing. And yeah. uh and like, obviously, because they were so, like you said, there's so much resistance. There is so much like friction that they have to go through and they're not prepared to do this. They, they have to like put all these pieces together. Yeah. Uh, but what if you come in and uh, help them put those pieces together? But that's, I'm just curious, like, does anyone in uh, under you also help you recruit more so that this expands and just becomes a big Big, big so, umbrella of great agents. Question. So I treat my recruiting business when it comes to the brokerage the same way I did my sales business. I'm not going to go out there and sell all the houses myself. I'm going to go out there and set up branches. And once I set up a branch, I teach that branch manager how to go out there and recruit themselves. The difference is instead of them recruiting and having to do everything that I had to do from day one, which was build a relationship, send the information, do the consultation and follow up. I built a system to do all of that for them. So that the only thing they have to do is build a relationship. 
But once they have someone interested, we have everything in webinar and in video form. We have a full-time recruiter that answers everyone's questions. And we have everyone onboarding with our onboarding manager from start to finish. So I even made and automated the recruiting process as much as possible. So that think of it like I built the Ferrari. They just have to bring the fuel. And if they bring the fuel, then everything runs. But you'd be surprised how many people can't bring the fuel, how many people lack the initiative. And it isn't until you build out a model like this that you realize, wow, even when I make it so super simple that anyone could do it, you realize that only 10% really have it in them to be in real estate. Love that. What are those key things in order that, uh, you, that you did or uh, have put together into your recruiting machine that really allows you to, to really just get people in? Like, wh wh what do you feel like anyone that is listening uh, to this be like, oh, you know what? I just, I just want to be like Juan, uh, Juan or I want to work with Juan. I want, I want to make sure that this works because it's like so hard. Recruiting is another beast. Like, what are those things, man? So if I had to boil down recruiting to make it as simple as possible, think of it as everyone is in their current situation. They're in their current self. And everyone, whether it's you or whether it's me, wants to get to their future self or their future situation. So let's say for me, I want to continue growing so that I become the number one team in the entire country. If anyone wanted to recruit me, all they have to do is ask me, Juan, what's your five-year goal? And I would tell them to be the number one team in the entire world. And then you know what that person has to do? All they have to do is say, perfect. What if I could help you get there faster? And immediately you have my attention. Mm -hmm. If you get someone's attention, you get them open to listening to you because you have a way to get them to their goal faster or easier. You've become a successful recruiter. The issue is when it comes to recruiting, there's a lot of people that still have their ego in place. And you have to kill your ego to become a successful salesperson or recruiter. It's never about you. It's always about the other person. And if you think going out there and just understanding this is the easy part, no. Now you have to develop a system to genuinely help that person get to their goal easier and faster. That's where the work comes in. And it took me three years to design a system to actually help agents get to their goals faster. Versus if I just tell them I could do that, and then they come on board and they realize it's all fluff, They end up leaving, my reputation is tarnished, and then the entire thing breaks down. So it's two parts. Number one, it's getting them to change their perspective and making them understand that you could actually help them get to their goals faster and easier. And number two, it's actually designing the system and doing the work to accomplish that feat. So right now, how many recruits do you have under you? In total, about 1,400. Okay, awesome. That's uh, a good amount. Like, uh, And they're all self-sufficient? They're all running independently. They all have EXP to support them when it comes to brokerage operations, admin, payment processing, things of that nature. And then in addition, we developed a system to train them with additional training platforms, coaching calls, and mentorship if they need more help on that side. Then from those 1,400, I call it we have 5% of them that want to be a higher level agent. They may want to get into luxury, commercial, bill at a team. Those who recruit to Goldbar. And then Goldbar is really the best of the best in the entire organization who we're going to hold their hand to really help them get to their goals. And awesome. How was your first, um, how was your first time, uh, first 10 or, or five recruits? Like, how'd you get them? So and the, basically my first time I started seriously recruiting wasn't even when I joined the XP in 2018. It, it was probably at the start of the pandemic. Um, so I remember me getting on the point where I started getting very serious about this and understanding the math. And at first, you don't understand it. You just think, oh, if I go out there and I track someone, I'm going to earn a small percentage off their commission. That's not where you make money. You make money off getting money off them, the people beneath them, and getting paid off the entire organization as a whole. 
And it takes time for this to build, which is why a lot of people don't get started. But I said to myself, hey, if I can make X amount of money by 30 in my sleep doing nothing, I'd be happy. And I broke that goal last year and I realized, whoa, this grew a lot faster than I thought. So sometimes we make this goal seem so much further away when in reality, if we focus on it and put our energy, everything changes. So back to the question, what were my five, 10, 15 first recruiting consultations like? It was very simple. I had to do everything from scratch. I literally took the entire EXP model and I watched the video explaining how it worked for three hours every single day for a week. Once I felt confident explaining the model, I then went back to my brokerage team and I asked them every single question I could think of when it came to what I thought would be objections when people came on board to the call. So I had all the objections written down. I had the presentation built in front of me. And then for the first 10 calls, I would just push a slideshow PowerPoint presentation and literally walk through the entire thing. At the end of it, if I did it correctly and I made them understand, whoa, this could actually get me to my goals easier and faster, came the objections, came the questions. But because I wrote them down previously, I was able to answer them right off the bat. And when you're able to handle their objections right off the bat and you gain their confidence, then they feel confident moving forward and joining the company. Sometimes I would hear objections I never heard before. I'd write them down. And then before the next call, I would go ahead and have them all prepped. By now, I've heard any single objection you could possibly think of from broker owners, team leaders, and agents, which is why I tell anyone, if you're seriously open to considering this model, speak with me, because I guarantee you I could shed light on the entire situation if you're considering making another switch. That's awesome. Now, I know you cover marketing. You, you cover training on, I'm, I'm assuming, converting leads into, into deals, right? Yeah. So how do you make to, how do you decide to go about that decision? Like covering marketing, obviously it's a high capital, capital cost and covering training, you must be able to uh, either put the right people that are going to train on specific skill sets or yourself to into uh, this weekly trainings or coachings, whatever. But like, let's go about marketing. Like marketing is such an important factor in here that real estate agents never really get to figure out whether that's like social media content, whether that's like lead generation through Facebook or Google or lead generation through cold calling. How'd you, how'd you did come to a determination that I'm going to cover marketing and like, what is it that you, that you did? So just in marketing expenses every single month, I spend between 10 to $15,000 a month in either salaries or independent contractors to help me with my marketing efforts. Uh, what a lot of people don't understand is that marketing is like hiring for any other position. You have your administrative roles, you have your sales roles, and then you have your marketing roles. And it's not that one is good or better than the other. It's that they all complement each other. And if one of them is broken, think of them like three legs on a table. If one leg is broken, the entire table collapses. So first thing I tell everyone is go out there and do everything yourself until you can make around $50,000, $60,000. Once you make about fifty dollars or $60,000, take half of that and immediately invest into an assistant that's going to take care of all of your paperwork. Anything that has to do with the MLS, documents, forms, appraisal inspections, anything that has to do with you removing yourself from building relationships, outsource it to your personal assistant. Go out there and then make an extra fifty dollars or sixty k as well. Keep thirty dollars for yourself and then keep half to invest into a marketing manager. Bring on someone to do your social media, to edit your reels, to create your content, to run Facebook ads, to do whatever they have to do to run your website and build your CRM to generate more business. Then what do you go out there and do? Rinse and repeat again. Go out there and make an extra 50, 60K. Once again, you know the rule, cut it in half, keep 50 for yourself and the other 50%, reinvest it now into a salesperson. And if you could do this correctly, 
after rinsing repeating a couple of times, you should have a business that is able to gross you at least seven figures a year. And having spend of 15 to 20K in marketing, just marketing uh, on, on your side, like uh, I'm assuming that um, like the, the, the decision of making these marketing channels uh, be the ones that you choose is there must be a reason, a great return of investment. Uh, but like, what, what are you currently uh, focusing your marketing efforts in, in order to really help every single person that is under you and yourself, your business, um, just marketing in general, what, what are you spending your most efforts? Right now, I consider we have four holy grails when it comes to real estate marketing. The first one is going to be Facebook, but you have to understand what Facebook is good for. Facebook is incredible for getting in front of consumers. So if you want to go out there and generate buyer or seller leads, you want to go all in on Facebook ads, Facebook business, and any organic search that you could do to go out there and get in front of those consumers. Uh, when it comes to recruiting agents, my favorite platform is Instagram and TikTok. So my editor right now is focused on getting me five reels a week of high quality content that we could pump out every single week in order to get in front of more agents. I've been doing this for about 60 days or so, and my average reel gets me between five to 10,000 views. If those five to 10,000 views is able to generate me just two or three people following or reaching out to me, it made sense, okay? And now we're repositioning those, uh, those Instagram reels, we're putting them into TikToks, and now we're gonna create those TikToks and repurpose them into YouTube shorts. YouTube is the final platform, which I think is going to be the biggest disruptive platform in any agency or any industry over the next couple of years, because the people that are going on Instagram and TikTok are going there to get interested in a certain topic, but then they're going over to YouTube to consume longer form information. So those are the four platforms that I'm focusing on. And here's what I want to tell everyone to understand. All of them take years to start getting results. So if you plan on thinking this is a get rich quick scheme where you go on Instagram, you create a couple of videos and you hope you're going to get a thousand leads, you're going to be sadly disappointed. I didn't start getting traction with this, honestly, until two or three years of creating content, optimizing my profile and putting myself out there. And now that I'm going to be starting YouTube seriously for the first time, probably next month, I'm going into it with the mindset. It's going to take me a minimum 18 months of me paying a marketing person, designing all this stuff to even get a dollar back. And if I get a dollar back before that 18 month period is over, I'm surprised. But because I have this long term mindset, that's what's going to allow me to become successful in this space. That's awesome. So reels, you got shorts, you got uh, TikTok. Yeah. And um, so what type of content are you creating in order to actually generate people that reach out be like, oh, my God, I really want to join you. I really want to be part of this thing. Like in, a, any call to action, any type yeah. of like incentive offer guarantees, uh, any type of attention grabbing. Like, what is that? I love, I love to learn. There's three types of content you create that I found works really good in our space. Number one is educational content. Anything where someone can learn from you, they're obviously going to stay tuned, especially if it applies to them. Number two is inspirational. A lot of people like oversee this, but if you can inspire someone, I'm big on this. I'm going to save that and revert back to it later, especially when I need some motivation in my life. The third one is humor. And this catches a lot of people off guard, but two of my good friends run two of the biggest meme accounts in all of real estate and they crush it. They literally have the biggest real estate followings ever because agents love to laugh. So occasion combination broke agents, one of them and actually agents another. Yeah. So they crush it in this field because their stuff is genuinely hilarious. I try to comment on all their stuff, but it's one of those things where if you can understand agents are looking for education, inspiration, and humor at any point in their lives, and you tailor your content to be like this, it makes it way easier for it to go viral. 
I like that. Education, inspiration, and humor. I yep. think that I definitely like to, well, I, I run, I run also TikTok reels and things like that. Uh, shorts, we repurpose everything to obviously get clients and increase our brand awareness and things like that. It's it's just something I was sleeping on for a long period of time because the impact uh, of it in the long run, it's just so heavy. It's like you said, it takes years, man. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes like, we, yeah, we do like paid ads and things like that. But as soon as like we turn off that ad, it's like crickets, you know? And yeah. But the brand, uh, what you built are actually around social media within this vehicle. Hey, that person like is pumping this content. The algorithm is helping organically. People are sharing, commenting, uh, liking. Uh, people already recognize you, and they're just like so familiar with your face. Be like, yeah. holy, I trust this guy. He says this guy's an authority in what he does. And even though, like, it, it's funny. Uh, we talk in real estate, but in reality, you are taking real estate inside their head inside their brain for a few minutes or hours in, in every day. And uh, just having that, like you acquiring their real estate, it's like, I'm already part of the of your brain and uh, there's no way that I'm coming out, right? It's like that, that effect is huge, man. You said it perfectly. You're buying real estate in their mind. And once you have enough real estate in their mind, you have something called credibility. And when you have credibility, in order to actually get them open to hearing to an opportunity, it becomes so much easier. So what's your uh, what's your TikTok? What's your IG? What's your reels? How can people actually see what what you got going, uh, or like if they're ever interested in working with Gold Bar out of Orlando, right? Out of Orlando? Well, no, Gold Bar I have live in New York, Florida, New Jersey, Connecticut, North Carolina, Texas, California, and Florida. Uh, we are a nationwide team, and we're looking for partners in the other states. So if you're an agent and you're making at least forty fifty k a year and you have initiative, and you have this hungry and this desire just to go out there and grow, just send me a DM on Instagram at Juan Goldbar, J-U-A-N-G-O-L-D-B-A-R. And I will literally interview you for a position to become a partner so we can open up that branch in that state. The goal is to have everyone in every single market with at least 50 to 100 agents underneath them so that we have the biggest team in the country doing the most type of volume. Um, but it's one of those things where I am a genuine believer that the more you give out to the world, the more you get in return. So I'm very, very big on coaching agents for free, especially when they DM me or they send me voice messages or whatever it may be. So if you feel like you're one of those agents that you're struggling or you just don't know what to do at this point in your career, literally DM me with whatever questions you have. And I promise you, we'll hop on a phone call and I'll just give you as much advice I'll be at to your goals. And how's your relationship with real estate investors or, or wholesalers? So real estate investors and wholesalers, it's really interesting. When I started out in real estate, there was this huge real estate wholesaling like phase going on where everyone was wholesaling. And here's my tip to wholesalers, and this is why they, they put such a bad taste in my mouth. Wholesalers were great at going out there and generating deals. It's just they had the wrong definition for what a deal was, okay? And you know who I'm referring to. It's the four guys that reach out to me every single day sending me a new deal, right? They would take anything that's off the market, right? And they would literally just multiply it times 90% of market value. And they would say, hey, we got a hot new deal off the market. Whenever an investor buys something, he's looking to buy it at 50 or 60 cents on the dollar. Why? Because after closing costs, constructions, and resale costs, they're usually spending around 20%. And no investor is going to want to make an investment that's going to net them less than 15 or 20%. So as you as the wholesaler trying to sell me something at 90%, because your fee is 20%, you're trying to make as much of a house flipper as 
doing literally 90% less work, which I think is completely ridiculous. So for me, wholesalers gave me a really bad stigma when it came to understanding that they don't really know how to evaluate property or that they got really greedy and were making these fees really ridiculous to begin with. And that's why I stopped working with them. But then a few years later, I came across a genuine wholesaler who was only trying to make a small amount in every single deal, but was doing it by the volume and knew how to properly evaluate property. That guy earned my trust and I sent him the majority of my investors that are interested in properties as well. So that's kind of my whole take on the industry. If you wanna be a genuine wholesaler or you wanna be a really good investor, start learning how to properly evaluate homes understand how to run a CMA, understand how to take advantage of the MLS and become an expert, even better than the house slippers when it comes to pricing. And if you become an expert in pricing as a wholesaler, you're going to do very well. Yeah, because at the end of the day, man, wholesalers, the real clients of wholesalers are the buyers, are the real estate investors, the actual real estate investors that will purchase this property for the end goal of putting in the effort in like renovating, flipping, purchasing for BNB, whatever that is, that's your real, real client. So not only, yes, you have to be able to find this motivated seller that is in the end is the first acquisition process, but you have to also understand that buyers are not stupid. And if you come with like a ridiculous, ridiculous price, they're probably not going to talk to you again. You know what I mean? They're probably not going to see like, your deals once again. And you're just yeah. missing out on the actual relationship that you can provide with actual real estate investors. Like, for instance, you and me, right? Like, if you're just trying to be greedy as fuck and, and just, like, get the most out of it, like, man, like, I'm not going to get anything. Like, like I know you did the marketing and you, you probably negotiated really well with the seller, but come on, man, I also need my part. Like I'm going to freaking buy it off you or for cash. So, and, and listen, that, if you want to be a wholesaler and make a, a large amount, I'm not holding you back in terms of how much money you can make, but then at least get the deal for 50 cents on the dollar. If you're going to tack on a 10 or 15 or 20% referral fee. So it's just one of those things where understanding the math as a wholesaler, in my opinion, is more important than ever. Because you see a lot of people advertising deals nowadays, not realizing the market's gone down five to 10% in most areas throughout the country in the last like 30 days. So now they're going out there and advertising something for 80 cents in the dollar. You're actually advertising it for 90 cents in the dollar now. That is, that is totally correct, man. Um, man, this is great. This is great. Um, so what do you think real estate agents right now, uh, going back to uh, the value that you provide when people go inside Gold Bar? What do you provide real estate agents that obviously you know that they're lacking and actually needing help in a weekly recurring basis that you've been able to implement in your systems? The biggest value has been training on how to go out there and structure their day so that instead of them spending their time on unproductive activities like checking their Facebook or sending out a random email, it's done in a way where it's focused around income producing activities. There are three main income producing activities. And if you're listening to this, write them down, put them on your refrigerator and just understand that if you're doing anything outside of these three, you're not working. Okay. Number one is prospecting. And by what I say when I'm saying prospecting is you don't have to pick up the phone to prospect. All I'm saying is you need to be meeting and building relationships with people every single day. Um, last week I was staying at a hotel as my, my house was getting renovated. And I literally made it an effort to learn who the sales manager was, the event manager, all the valet and staff, and even the reception people at the desk. That was a total of about 15 people while I was there for the entire week. Six of them told me that they wanted to get into real estate, and I already have three of them going through the licensing process. So if you're asking how to recruit, just go to a local hotel and ask the valet people. On top of that, one of them 
wanted to have, uh, I think their cousin was looking to actually buy a house. And the other one, they were looking to sell their house in order to go out there and move to the local area. And all I did was speak to 15 people and I got what, seven or eight leads. So it's one of those things where prospecting becomes networking, becomes door knocking, becomes cold calling, becomes marketing on Facebook. It becomes all these natures, but just focus the majority of your time on this. Number two is follow-up. Understand that 99% of the people you speak to are not going to be ready to buy or sell now. So if you speak to 100 people and then you only get one, you have great numbers. But if you're expecting that 99 are going to say yes, you're going to be very disappointed. So you need to build a great follow-up process. And if anyone wants that follow-up process, DM me leverage at Juan Goldbar and I'll send you my entire system. But it's one of those things where it's very simple, yet we forget to do it. So when someone says, no, I'm not interested in buying or selling real estate, get their contact information and put them on your automatic drip campaign so they send you referrals or they call you and they become a prospect themselves. The last one is consultations. You need to genuinely be meeting people every single day in order to convert them from just being a lead to a signed buyer or a signed seller. And if you could do these three things consistently, prospect, follow-up, and consultations, you will be a top producing agent. Hey, that's awesome. Remember to DM leverage to Juan Goldbar on Instagram. Is that right? Perfect. Just like that. Yep. Instagram or TikTok. You're going to get that uh, follow-up uh, document, resources, whatever it is that he's going to be able to give you. Man, that's great. What's your biggest, um, what I want to say, like, uh, people under you, who is the top performers and like how much are like how much is the top performer making? Like people I have you. I have an agent, I won't say his name, but he knows exactly who he is. Started out with us three years ago. And this year he's on track to gross over half a million dollars. And he started at 20 years old. He's only 23. So a lot of people tell me, Oh, I'm too young to be in this business. Um, I don't think a lot of people are gonna take me seriously. It couldn't be further from the truth. Whenever you're you're in this business, you can come up with a limiting self-belief that you're too old you're right in the middle, or you're too young. It is irrelevant. The only thing the client cares about is do they like you? Do they trust you? And can you get the job done? And if you can handle that objection, whether you're 20 or whether you're 60, you will get the business. But he's one of our top producers. As mentioned, he's 23. This year, he'll gross over $500,000. And he's all done it through just building genuine relationships and utilizing our systems to get to the next level. 23 years old at $500,000 gross commission income. That is huge, man. Congratulations on helping that that kid, basically. <laughs> Absolutely. How old are you, man? I'm 29. You're 29. All right. So we're in the same age. And we both yeah. are Colombian. 93, right? Uh, 92 December. Late, oh, cool. cool, cool, cool. I love it, man. We both are Colombian, right? Absolutely. Yeah, both my parents are from Colombia. Awesome. So you see that little flag in the background in the camera? Yeah, uh, yeah. Right now, right now I'm, I'm in Colombia, and um, so we're we are inside a of a cold calling machine, uh, made for real estate investors because we're cold calling uh, homeowners that could potentially match in motivation so that they can sell their property fast, and uh, so it's been very successful. We, I, I believe, right now we're we're helping about ninety or. 80, 85 real estate investor teams and wholesaler teams across the U.S. But now uh, we're also jumping into the real estate agents, top producers and agents that want to take this to the next level. So we have a big team of highly qualified, highly trained Colombians that are taking from uh, customer service oriented and they go through this transition, this machine where now we train them to be closers, but they don't have to close. So 
Imagine a Colombian that is so used to like getting hit, getting beat by you know customer service in Uber, Amazon, all these you know fancy uh, brands out there, and uh, now you, you go through a training process and how to you know talk with the lead, the intro of a lead, make, make uh, building report, understanding challenges, going through the objections, reduce you know getting the price out of them, and being able to uh, handle rebuttals and all of this. And now we're cold calling homeowners and we're going to get listings for real estate agents. So we're starting this project uh, October 1st, man. It's really interesting what we're doing because we call it the, the outboundagent.com. And I like to really partner up with powerful individuals in this space, people like you, so driven to help others um, leverage these type of marketing channels, uh, but really good marketing channels that are going to give them return of investment where you return, you get from $1, you let at least $5 back or more than that. So uh, it's huge for us also believing that um, people in Colombia have quality capability and skill sets to actually make it happen the same way that any American would. But guess what? Now you're leveraging their culture, which is highly driven, highly motivated, very hardworking. All right. And also as a business owner thinking about like, I don't have to necessarily pay a high wage of a cold caller that a cold caller in the U.S. is hating their job because it's like a low level entry. And here they're loving it. Why? Because it's an English speaking job. People learn skills here. They absolutely have an environment, a culture that they're driven to become uh, sharks in the industry, to become like this people that are really changing homeowners' lives that are potentially looking to sell the uh, property for some X or Y reason, happen, something happening in their life. And now we're going to help um, other homeowners just to find the right agent to work with in any market in the US. So that's huge. I like to obviously speak with people like you so that um, that is something we can potentially do like collaboration, strategic uh, thing right in there. I'd uh, love to introduce you to all of that. But man, like, I feel like real estate agents have such a huge horizon. There's a lot of things that are happening. And when they go inside that team, like Goldbar team, and where they're going to be taken care of, it's not like just a brokerage uh, and I'm just having, I'm just having a label. Is that it's a team that has systemized their processes in order for you to be successful, that trains you on a weekly basis and gives you the ammunition in order to actually be successful. And as a 23-year-old, like your guy, I think that that's huge, man. Like um, I see very little people doing things like this and being so passionate about it uh, that I really want to ask you this question. What's your yeah. ultimate goal? The ultimate goal for me is to leverage the Goldbar team um, and to leverage my real estate investments and all the assets I'm accumulating to get to the point where I have enough resources to donate the entire thing um, before I die. So it's almost like I'm, I'm building this mountain of resources with real estate. And then I want to take all these resources and give them away through charities, foundations, and helping others so that I can have a genuine impact on the world. But I want to have millions of people um, that I've touched and I could genuinely help them get to their goals faster. And I know the only way to do that is through um, leverage and helping others. And that's really my ultimate goal. It's to just leave a legacy behind where I've made a better impact on this world. Impact, huge. 
I love to have you here in Colombia, man. Our cold, cold center will open in Medellin in October 1st. I so, love it. Love it. Uh, we'll be in the heart of El Poblado and uh, we will be uh, called the outboundagent.com. Love so, it. Love it. <laughs> so, yeah, man. Um, I love this episode. I'd love to have you at some point in a second uh, episode because I, yeah. I heard a lot of nuggets and, you know, you're doing real estate investing and love to figure out a little bit more about that. But, uh, hey, man, thank you for having for being here. Uh, I love for people that are listening to this podcast to please share, subscribe if you're on your YouTube, give us a review, but also follow Juan. So Juan, uh, who I met in Scaling with Systems Live, uh, has a great, great, great uh, uh, Instagram and, and, and also TikTok. So Juan Goldbar, you can follow him on TikTok and Instagram. He's been putting uh, pieces of content out there and uh he just helps thousands of real estate agents man the guy the guy you you gotta meet the guy in person too like you you get it drawn by you, you get drawn by the energy uh if you didn't see it from the podcast because the mics maybe are not uh they're not you know it's not fair because the mic is not the best mic ever for, for, for the next for the next uh interview we'll do i'll have the entire mic set up the Shure SM7B, the headphones, high quality DSLR. We'll make sure that one's the Ferrari of, of podcasts. But I still think this one, there's a lot of agents that could take away a ton of advice. And if the only thing that happens from listening to this is you have a little epiphany and you rethink your entire business model, just understand the goal is not to make 100K a year as a new agent. It's to make 100K a year doing nothing. And if you're a top producer, the goal is not to make a million dollars a year. It's to make a million dollars a year doing nothing. And if your way you're growing it right now is not going out there and, and going to let you do that in a way where you're removed. You need to rethink your strategy unless you want to be stuck with a high paying job. 100%. Love it. Thank you, everyone that's listening to this podcast. Uh, I'm going to go here back to the room with Juan and uh, have a good one. Just listen to the next one. So we'll have awesome guests coming up. Hey, awesome.